0: Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you wanna be. Hi, everybody, welcome back to my podcast Today's episode is a very, very special episode that is near and dear to my heart. I wanted to do something really special for episode 200 of my podcast, and I was thinking about different things to do and, you know, really just bringing it back to the basics. You know, with this podcast over the past few years, I have interviewed really incredible people. I have done many solo episodes, so what, I thought, could I do differently that would have really big impact, that would mean a lot to me, and play on my heartstrings, and possibly on yours as well, and I thought, why don't I get a handful of the closest people to me in my life that have seen up close my transformation, that all have amazing insight on life in general. Um, that can bring some inspiration and, I guess, wisdom to our ears today. We have, I think, about seven or eight people um, that are super close to me in my life that are going to be answering four different questions in this episode. I have four questions about life and about transformation that I ask each of the individuals on this episode. And I'm going to kind of break it up into sections. So I will share the answers from the first question, everybody answering the first question and then introduce everyone and then we'll move on to the other three questions. I think you're really going to like this episode. You're going to get to know me a lot better as well. Um you know, obviously I'm such an open book with you guys on here, but you're going to hear from my mom, my dad, my grandma, my sister, some other really close people in my life, Ben. And, yeah, I just kind of hear their, their take on things. So I'm very excited to hear what you think of this. Thank you so much, by the way, for, for being a listener. Um, you know, episode 200 is a big milestone for me. I've been very consistent and committed with this podcast, and it's only grown and grown and helped so many people, which I'm so humbled by. And it's become a little community that I am just so proud to have created. So, Thank you again for all of your support and for making this a top 100 Apple podcast constantly in the charts. It's so freaking cool to have this. So let's get right into the episode. The first question is, what is the biggest life lesson that you've learned so far? Let's start this off with introducing my dad. You guys, my dad is hilarious. <laughs> Maybe I'll get him on for a one-on-one episode one day. Like, he is just such a dad. You're just going to get to know him real well in the next <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> He's hilarious. He is an environmentalist, a passionate lover of life. And this is his answer to that question.
1: What I have learned uh, as a life lesson so far, well... I have learned that everything is interconnected and uh, how i act in this uh, life of mine um, the more that i am in tune with the interconnectedness the more successful that i will become so um, i will elaborate on that uh, maybe a little later in a, another question but suffice uh, suffices to say that i have learned that we all the life on this planet depends on its the 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 health of the ecosystem now when I say ecosystem I mean the local ecosystem the one that surrounds me and the overall ecosystem the ecology system of uh, our little planet our little blue planet that flies at uh, tremendous speeds through space and uh, where all of life that we know inhabits its uh, top layer. And it's very fragile, robust at the same time, but we're seeing that it's fragile because we've been pushing it to the limits. So my greatest life lesson is to behave and to act uh, in a way to preserve and uh, protect. And um, you see the key words that I've uh, adopted are stewardship and um, care. Um, we are caregivers, caretakers uh, on this planet and the sooner that uh, one realizes this, uh, the better off we're all going to be in the end. Another life lesson is that I was raised uh, as a competitor, always competing, always vying to be the best, the fastest, the smartest, and everything. That's all good for the first part of my life, but now I've also um, realized through my time on earth and my readings that it's actually collaboration, cooperation uh, amongst people, between people, between. Uh, the animal world, and uh, the plant life. Um, that's how it all functions. The thing that holds everything together, maybe I should have started with, is the word love. You love yourself, you love your family, your friends, you end up loving the whole world, the, the fauna and the flora, and love is what is that force that holds everything together. That desire, to flourish, to flourish, and to see others flourishing as well, because we are interconnected. It's all for the benefit of all. So that's my answer for this first part.
0: All right, next up, we have my very new but very dear friend, Mads. Her and I connected very, very recently, like only a few short months ago, and we have completely like fallen in love with each other. <laughs> she's now my intuitive coach, and she knows pretty much everything about me. Um, and I thought she'd be really amazing to have in this episode because she's so insightful, very spiritual, very wholesome, very maternal, and she knows me inside out. So she knows you guys inside out as well. She's, A listener of the podcast and we'll be doing a solo episode just her and I together next week so this is her little first introduction to the podcast
2: I think the biggest life lesson that I've learned so far has been that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because I'm I'm never going to be able to please the nearly 8 billion people in the world like statistically it's just not gonna happen um And that to me, just like understanding that on a macro scale and just knowing that like you really cannot please everyone, it is literally impossible, um, has really been the best lesson for me to figure out like living my life for me and not really paying too much attention to people who aren't supportive or have ignorant comments or things like that.
0: Next up, we have my grandmother, Harriet. She is my mom's mom. We're very, very close. She's a hilarious woman. I love her. And this is what she has to say about the biggest life lesson that she has learned so far in her life.
3: I think you have to be true to yourself and and, um, and, and do what feels good for you. So if it feels good for you, to me, kindness is, is one of the most important things to be, because it comes back to, you you know, tenfold. It does. I mean, if you're kind, it's, it's really opens all kinds of doors.
0: Next up, we have Jillian. She is basically a big sister to me. We've worked together in TV and we got really, really, really close a few years ago when I was filming that TV show back in London. We've stayed in touch since we've been business partners since, and we've just stayed really close um, so I'm really excited to introduce Jillian to you guys. She's kind of, like I said, a big sister mentor to me.
4: biggest life lesson that I learned so far is not to care what anyone else thinks and just do what you love.
0: Next up, we have Ben, my lovely boyfriend, love of my life. His answers in this episode are actually really good. I kind of think he should start his own podcast <laughs> after hearing all these insightful answers. So here's Ben's response.
5: So biggest life lesson I've learned so far would be um, to open my mind to what's actually possible because I think a lot of people wherever they're born and whoever they are around they get this idea drilled into their head not through their own fault but just through their environment of what's possible um, and what isn't and that's kind of based on the experiences of the people around you and people that have raised you and your friends etc so for example I grew up probably until until probably I just left my teens I didn't think it was possible to be a successful entrepreneur without inventing something creating something like creating the new Dyson or you know Apple or something completely unique that was just these crazy, insane success stories. So, deep down in my mind, I just thought that wasn't something I could do. And based on the people around me and the ideas that I was aware of, the only way to get ahead financially and to, uh, you know, live a good life financially was to work your way to the top of a company and get a big salary and, you know, spent hours and hours and hours of your life building this up and it took me meeting a few other people and seeing some things outside of that to really open my mind up to what's possible and to realize that it is actually possible to have it all and I think a lot of people don't think that's possible um, and I would say right now I pretty much have it all I would say it's possible to have money It's possible to have youth, it's possible to have health looks and a perfect girlfriend. (laughs) And a lot of conventional wisdom would say you have to sacrifice one to get the other, but there's actually a lot of routes to get every single one of those and really have it all. And I would say opening my mind to what's possible was the biggest lesson that I've learned
0: Moving on to the woman that birthed me, my mother. This is my mom, Michelle. She's been on the podcast a few times. You guys know her. You guys love her. This is her insightful answer to the first question.
6: Well, that is a great question and really hard to just pick one point. But I'd say that the right now with all the stuff that I'm reading, that, that I'm not the voice in my head. That's a big life lesson. And um, that really... Yeah, does that make sense to you? That I'm not the voice in my head? Also, the big one, big life lesson I think is that you can't change anyone, but you could change the way you react to them. That's also a big one.
0: Next up, we've got my very special soulmate friend, Tay Landry, Tay Anita. She has been one of my closest friends for a really long time now. She's been on the podcast a few times, Miss Tay. She's a motivational powerhouse a soulful, beautiful human, and I am just so proud to be a friend of hers because she's just so special. This is Tay's take on the biggest lesson, life lesson, that she's learned so far in her life. The biggest lesson I've learned is that when you
7: value what other people think, you lose yourself. You easily walk away from your truth. When you let the opinions of others dictate how you show up what you say what you do what you wear and you're not listening to the truth of who you actually are you lose yourself i think that the moment that i realized this and i started talking about it i was like this makes so much sense and i kept talking about it on my social media on the podcast in my classes, and then the moment that it really shifted for me and I truly actually believed what I was talking about, that's the moment that my whole life changed because I chose my life. I chose my truth. And the moment that you choose it, it's a moment that your whole life changes. Um, I'm not down with leaving my life up to random chance. And when you give other people's opinions, value in how you show up, you leave your life up to random chance because it's not your life.
0: And last but not least, we have my gorgeous sister Celeste. This is her response to the biggest life lesson that she's learned so far. Celeste has been through a lot. She is my big sister and my only sibling. I love her to death. And yeah, here, here we go.
8: So far in my life, I've learned a few lessons, <laughs> but um, the number one that sticks with me the most is to always work on myself. When I found personal growth and actually started making it a consistent routine, I saw the biggest changes in my entire in my entire life. The way I thought about myself to how that reflected in my job, in my relationships, in every action I took every day, really. I wish I started a little bit earlier, but hey, as long as I have it now, that's what's, uh, That's what matters to me most.
0: Wow, what amazing answers from all of these people. I hope you guys got some wisdom from that. I definitely did. So the second question that these beautiful souls in my life are going to answer, the next question is, how do you define success? We all know everyone defines success in their own unique way. So I'm really excited to hear what everyone says about this one. I bet my dad's going to go on a rant again. (laughs) This time, let's start with Mads. Ooh, how do I define success?
2: That's a good one. I think success for me is when I'm in a place where I'm emotionally and financially stable all at once, where my finances aren't flexing because of my emotions and my emotions aren't flexing because of my finances. Um, And I think just being able to fully provide for myself, my family, anyone that I come into contact with, and just being able to really invest in the world and in humanity, which sounds super corny, but I mean... I'm a spiritual junkie, so I mean, I figure that's kind of something to expect. Um, but yeah, I think success would be being able to take care of everyone I come into contact with, whether that's a stranger, a co-worker, an employee, anyone. That's,
0: yeah, that's success to me. Next up, we've got Ben.
5: How do I define success? Well, I think being quite simple and being quite honest it's getting what you want to a certain extent obviously what you want is changes over time and you can get not quite what you want or something slightly different to what you originally wanted and still see it as wholly fulfilling and like you're a complete success but i think there's no real beating there's no point in beating around the bush and not saying that it's getting what you want or something very close to what you want and I think humans are happiest when they set out something that they want and then they work towards it and achieve it eventually going through whatever difficulties you have to go through and whatever difficulties that arise and there's no reason why particularly when you're, you can feel yourself getting closer and closer to that goal A lot of those difficulties may not seem so bad, you know, because they're they're in the kind of frame of a overall journey and to getting to where you want to be. And you can tangibly feel that you're getting closer and closer. And I feel like real joy and eventual success comes from that.
0: And here's what Jillian thinks.
4: So I would define success, I think this has grown over time um, with me, but I think defining success is just being able to inspire other people to live the life that they want and dream of and follow their passions. I think when I was a few years younger, it was more centered around money and things like that, but now I just really want to empower other um, people to follow what they love in life.
0: Now let's hear from my mom.
6: Okay, so how do I define success? I guess living a life with integrity and on my own terms and giving it my all would be living a life of success. For me, success doesn't necessarily have to be monetary, but it has to be living a life that's authentic to who I am and doing my best to achieve what I want. And if I've done my best and I I still haven't maybe achieved what I wanted to, I still find that that's really successful.
7: And here is Tay. I'm successful when I'm standing in my truth. I'm choosing a life that is on my own terms. I'm not living for what other people want or need from me, but I'm living my truth and what I desire in this life. Because when you live in your truth, that's when you can really be of service to other people. And that's the whole point. We're all here to be of service to other people to live in community and to help lift each other up and to help be there and love on each other. So when I'm trying to be what someone else needs me to be, I'm not living my truth, which means in my books, that's not success. Success is when I choose my life and choose to live it well on my own terms. And I don't leave it up to other people on how I live.
0: Wow preach girl tay is so good at speaking isn't she okay let's hear from my grandmother
3: success to me is having my family close um that they want to be with me um no maybe have not having regrets that, that's a very difficult question to answer because if success is not to me monetary it's it's um uh, it's having friends and family around who want to who want to be with you and, and share stuff with you.
0: And this is what my sister Celeste has to say.
8: To
3: me, success
8: doesn't only have to be about money or about attaining that job or having the perfect apartment. To me, success is when you can give yourself even the smallest goals and reach them. I like setting initiatives for myself. And obviously, at the end of the tunnel, I do have... Um, my bigger goals, my bigger life goals there. And reaching those is my ultimate success. But I find that daily successes are very important to me. Um, So that's pretty much what success is to me.
0: Touch on the daily success thing.
8: A daily success to me could be setting an intention in the morning and and fulfilling that intention or having all my to-dos for the day and actually completing them all. Whether that be going going on a walk in the morning, doing one or two meditations a day, calling my grandma or my parents, you know, just setting yourself goals every day. And when I touch upon all those goals and actually successfully complete them all, then to me, that is a very successful day.
0: Love that. Bringing it into the micro. Okay. Last but not least for this second question, we hear from my father again.
1: Hello, question number two. How do I define success? Well, success is subjective. Uh, Each and everyone has uh, their own definition of success. Mine is uh, being well-adjusted in this uh, crazy dystopic uh, world that we live in. And for that, uh, getting back to uh, my point number one, it all has to do with um, being adapted to this life on earth. Now success, uh, there are many ways of defining success. Um, I'm not going to cover the usual ways but um, my way of defining it is uh, where one can contribute the most to this world. Contribute meaning not taking what uh, things are not necessary but taking only what I need and um, helping others uh, whenever I can. And um, um, can you measure success? Uh, Not in my terms, Uh, it's not a monetary thing. Uh, Sure, money helps, uh, it's a lubricant, right? It helps you to uh, do things and accomplish things.
0: Oh my God, dad, don't say lubricant. Okay, moving on.
1: (laughs) But really success is, coming into being uh, discovering who I am and uh, being able to use my skills and my talents uh, to the best of my abilities success uh, to me is like I said before um, being able to help others now I'm gonna jump in and um, to the next question um, because all three of your questions uh, first questions are Uh, interrelated in my opinion, and that is uh, the question of uh, existing versus uh, living. Um, Existing as in surviving and living as in uh, expanding beyond your basic needs.
0: Okay, so I guess my dad's introduced the third question for me here. The third question that I asked everybody is, what is the difference between living and existing? So I'm just going to let him continue his answer on this one. He's very elaborate. (laughs) Enjoy.
1: So we spend the first part of our lives learning how to subsist, uh, learning how to feed ourselves, how to shelter ourselves and our loved ones. And... uh, You know, uh, I know uh, it's easy to spend a life just doing that, but when you're a little more inquisitive and dig a little deeper, you see that there's so much more than just existing. Uh, Humans, we have a, a way of uh, we've been organizing ourselves to make our lives a little easier. So that allows us for more living time. The existing, meaning the putting the food on the table and shelter over uh, our heads, Um, For the most part that is taken care of not for everyone sadly, but for a lot of us uh, it's taken care of so then you have time for creative endeavors and uh, Helping others once you've helped yourself and you have all of your basic needs That's when you can move on and help others now. I just want to say a little something to do with uh, That I read somewhere Uh, that uh, a thinker was uh, said these words I'm paraphrasing but that we spend the first part of our lives um, uh, developing and polishing our egos that means uh, a form of selfishness right which is normal we we need to do that to survive Uh, the world uh, the life life on this planet has not always been easy so The first part is to develop that ego, making it big and strong. And then the second part of your life, of one's life, should be to get rid of that ego, believe it or not. And what does that entail? That means that you are now being more empathetic. You are able to uh, give without expecting to receive. You are a complete being and um, you have the skills and the ability to go around and and uh, and be more spiritual. Um, it's not about oneself anymore. It's about the whole, that ecosystem I was telling you, uh, the whole planet. So we become stewards and caretakers, and uh, we devote ourselves to the betterment of. Um, I'm not going to say humankind. I'm going to say Earthkind everything on this planet, okay? So that's my second uh, and third question together. I hope that's okay for you, Mimi, but uh, I love you.
0: Wow, he's so cute. (laughs) Such a dad, oh my God, I love him. Okay, so now we're gonna hear from the other man in my life, my boyfriend, Benjamin.
5: The difference between living and existing. Um, I think if you're living, versus existing you should be you should be getting yourself out of some sort of comfort zone at least every week you should feel like you're doing and a comfort zone doesn't have to be you know doing something unpleasant it can be just doing something different and experiencing something different and coming up with a new idea and executing it Every at least every week. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be doing that every day. Some days can be a little bit duller than others, but I think you should be looking for every week experiencing something new and um, something that kind of takes you a little bit out of that comfort zone every week.
0: Here's what Jillian has to say about this one. <laughs>
4: This one is, I I love this question when, when you asked. Um, So the, difference really for for me has been I felt like when I was working six days a week in tv I although I loved what I was doing um, I was purely existing I hardly was seeing friends I didn't have a social life hardly saw my husband and I think when you're living you're truly in the moment and enjoying what you're doing and having time to spend with family and friends and, and creating that bit of balance in life
0: and here's Mads Oh, living
2: and existing. This, to me, this became really clear for me after my spiritual awakening. And it was really learning about, um, like, being in survival mode of that constant, like, get up, do the routine, come home, tired, you know, pissed off that you had to work a job that you hate. And then going to bed and doing it all over again and dreading it. That, to me, would be, you know, just existing existing. On someone else's terms, kind of like dancing to someone else's tune, which I'm not really keen on. Um, and that was something I really had to battle during my awakening of those standards, um, because I find when people really do live their life authentically, they live life. And they get a lot of flack for that in society. And I think it's something it's a paradigm that we're collectively shifting. But I think that's the difference is, Living is doing what you want and what your heart, you know, is passionate about, ethically speaking, obviously. Um, And existing would just be dancing to someone else's tune, doing things because it's accepted or because that's what you're told. That's, I think that's the big difference.
0: And let's hear it from Tay.
2: Living is when
7: you decide what you want and you make it happen when you are intentional about the way that you want to feel and you feel that way, that's living. To be completely in the present moment, not worried about what happened yesterday and not anxious or worried about what's to come, but to be in this moment and to intentionally be in this moment. Existing is when you show up and you go through the motions without being in the present moment and you let other people decide what your life should be and what it should look like.
0: So good. All right, let's hear it from my sister.
8: Living and existing. I've definitely gone through moments in my life when I was just existing, you know? And I feel like that is just, you wake up, you're in this routine that you're not quite happy with, and you're just you're just breathing and going by and, like, counting down the hours pretty much. But living... It's so much more than that. I'm just, I'm, I'm even smiling about it now, thinking about it, but when you're truly living, you're living with a purpose and it's just so much more beautiful.
0: That is beautiful. Okay, let's hear it from my wise grandmother.
3: Living is having love and laughter in your life and existing is just going from day to day without contact
0: human connection for sure okay let's hear it from my grandmother's daughter aka my mother (laughs) michelle
6: well living to me is being present and in the moment and being grateful for you know to learn from my mistakes and existing to me means not living in the present but letting life go by so you're not really um you're not in control of what you're doing you're just basically letting things pass you and not really affecting it
0: okay so the last question that i asked all of these very special people in my life is what are your thoughts on my story my transformation over the past few years i wanted to ask this question because first of all like you know getting insight from the people closest to me that have seen my evolution my transformation firsthand that's pretty special and with complete humility I'm not just asking these people this question to hear that they're proud of me. Of course, that feels good. But I wanted to hear this to get an onlooker's point of view on what they saw created the transformation and what it looked like from their perspective. So if you guys don't know about my my transformation and you're a new listener, there are so many episodes on what I've done and how I've evolved over the years mentally, physically, financially, all that good stuff. So here is everyone's take on my personal transformation and journey over the past few years for episode 200 of my podcast. Wow.
4: Oh my goodness. Um, you have grown so much. I have to say you, although I'm more than 10 years older than you, I think 10 years, um, you, Literally, have been inspiring me so much of what you've created from the time that you were on the TV show when I was producing it to now. Just not just seeing, you know, your personal transformation and how you look, but actually the growth of the person you're becoming, the businesses that you've created, the platforms that you've created for other, um, you know, women to basically just live their best life um healthy living everything but you um really have had such a massive uh transformation but I do know cuz we talk all of the behind the scenes work that you've put into it of you know really you know every day um working towards that dream and so you 1 million percent deserve it and the transformation is just getting started I think and these next few years are going to be massive for you
5: Okay. Mimi's story and Mimi's transformation. Where do I start? So, I've known you for about 3 years now. And when I first met you, going from going from the ultimate difference between now and when I met you, there's a big vast change between that and if you were just to see the start and see the end, you know, it's kind of like a magic trick, you know, some, something happens in the middle and you don't know what it is. Um, and you see this vast change. But I, I think you've become a completely different person during those three years. And I'll highlight the key, the key parts of that. So, if, I mean, physically, you look completely different. You look much fitter, much more athletic. I mean, you've got much more into the kind of health and wellness and, and getting in shape. And you just look hotter quite simply <laughs> um, and you just look healthier as well um, secondly I think and probably most importantly you just seem about 10 times more happy and I guess all of the stuff that you've done that I, that kind of com- comes up more or less in, in Mimi Method you've, you've the, the getting in shape the eating really well the mind work and meditations that you do I mean that's probably the biggest factor that's kind of changed you deep down and made you a happier and more kind of resilient person in that you are happy at your core and it really takes a lot to, to change that. And that's something you've built up over the time. I think through the kind of mental work and meditation that you've done, you just kind of like reprogrammed your mind over time and surrounded yourself with The right stuff. You've identified what helps you and what doesn't, and you've surrounded yourself with the right stuff, um, with with no messing about, which has made the biggest difference to your happiness. Because every day you are incredibly happy. You really don't have that many worries anymore. And I think we've said this. (laughs) Most days, we look around us and realise we've literally created the dream lives that we always imagined cherry-picked all the best parts and we basically have it, which is pretty crazy to say. Um, And you've been the biggest part in achieving that for both of us as well, I would say. Um, And then, yeah, I would say, finally, you're just incredibly successful. You've kind of taken bits and pieces of things from the life before I knew you and you've just managed to magnify the best parts and create an incredible app, an incredible audience that really love you and are interested in all the same stuff as you and really just got a really quality brand and career.
2: You've put so much work into yourself and you've been so transparent about it. And that is something that I find very rare, at least in my journey on social media, that has not been something that you see often. I think we are seeing more and more of it now. But I think it's just that you've, you've stayed so authentic to yourself, I think. And I just I'm recording and that was at 111. So you know, I'm going off on the numerology and that. Oh, God. It's just your authenticity to yourself. You're humble. You're very grounded. You know, um, there are a lot of people who would have been on a reality show and then have a a following like you, who are very in their ego about things, and I think the fact that you have seen such success at such a young age—I mean, you're only 24. We're only a couple years. We're only a year apart. Oh my God, um, spooky! I just think it's incredible that you have kept yourself so level-headed and truly dedicated and committed to yourself like no other. It's just—it's not something that we see often, not at this age, anyway. And I think that you are honestly making monumental transitions, not only for yourself, but with your platform that are going to just change people's lives. Oh, I could talk for hours about your transformation. It's just you have me in awe all the time.
8: You are the biggest motivation to me in my life. Even though you are my younger sister, I am so beyond proud of you truly every single day you motivate me to be better and you motivate people around you and seeing the manifest the manifestations really actually come to life through this whole journey of yours is what's so fascinating to me because as much as you could read about this person's life journey and how they changed theirs since I do know you so intimately and seeing them firsthand i think that's really what showed me how much hard work could actually pay off. And it's lovely. It's lovely that I don't even have to worry about you anymore. The changes that you've done for yourself, it's beyond what you're doing career-wise and how you found your purpose. But it's crazy because even after you found your purpose and you were working towards everything you are now, the day I knew you were truly transfer- transforming properly and, like, the admit- what made me super, super, super happy to watch happen was when you told me that you were changing the way that you think and you were trying to reprogram your brain. And when you said that to me, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and since that day, you truly have changed. Even even if you have a down day, I love that you can call me, but you're so wise in your words and your understanding and yourself and others. And I definitely think that our relationship has significantly, significantly improved since that day.
0: I totally agree with you. I love you so much.
6: I love you so much. I'm, you know, you know, I'm so proud of you. And, you know, I feel like I can radiate sunshine beaming out of me how proud I am. Um, you know, you you have so much more patience and understanding for people and for yourself, and all the personal development you did has been incredible. But mostly, seeing, you know, your work ethic, you you really uh, you're very motivated, and you've manifested such a beautiful life and lifestyle. And you know, I'm so proud, proud and happy for you.
3: I have seen determination and purpose and focus and hard work on your behalf and I don't know what else <laughs> <laughs> and all I can say is I'm really proud of you honey
0: thanks <laughs> because baby because Thank
3: honestly you. it didn't come from me all that all those qualifications all those qualities <laughs> definitely not for me <laughs> Because I am a lazy slug, and i feel very fortunate that life is very kind
7: to me. <laughs> Mimi, I've seen you grow in exponential ways. It's been truly inspiring to see you step into your superwoman self more and more every day. And man, I don't say that lightly. From going clubbing together back in university to creating empires, I've seen you completely transform from the inside out, quite literally. You choose to own your day. You intentionally decide this life is yours and you design it with great thought behind each day. You're the most intentional and driven woman I know. I cannot wait to see where this life takes you, this crazy journey that you have so carefully created yourself. I think so many women can take a page out of your book and realize that when you choose not to live not to leave your life up to random chance. You can create whatever life you want and nothing is out of the picture. Nothing is too big of a dream. Nothing is impossible. It's all possible because you decide it is.
1: So the last question uh, may need to do with uh, your transformation um, over the past years. Well, simply um, I am very very proud of you i am astonished at what you've accomplished in sort such a, a short time um you've uh advanced your mental state by leaps and bounds uh with all your readings and your teachings and um I'm so proud of everything that you've accomplished, and at this rate, you should be a very wise old lady by the age of 30. Because uh, you're just plowing through all the stages of life um, at a rapid uh, pace right now. But you know, life is made of little details too. So um, you will um, learn um, just by observing the world. You you will. Um, you know, go deeper into your quest uh, in helping others and, um, and uh, developing your uh, spiritual, spiritual life as well. Now, all this to say, um, maybe you will be able to develop uh, new philosophies or new uh, concepts uh, to do with uh, <laughs> uh, the human uh, condition and uh, human advancement and all because what I can tell you is okay the human body that is mind uh, the brain and the body has not evolved uh, much in I think they say in uh, at least uh, the 15,000 years that uh, we're able to measure and not significantly in uh, the 200,000 years that uh, we've um, been able to collect uh, bones and such so our evolution is all to do with the mind. Not, I don't mean developing and growing more brain cells. I mean using what we already have more efficiently uh, to a greater capacity. So my hope is that you will continue uh, your research and your love of life and to be able to share that with People and helping people out the way you were doing by the way congratulations for your 200th podcast uh, that is astonishing I haven't listened to all of them but all those that I have um, I've learned from and are all very very rich and interesting Mimi I just wish you all the best to continue and you're also treading in a, a, a path that has not been um, uh, followed by many people you're choosing the uh, the path that is uh, lesser used and, and uh, to the benefit of all so Continued success to you Mimi. I love you uh, from the depth of my being and uh, <laughs> and um, continued success my darling so big kisses
0: wow what a special episode i am so full right now my heart is so full hearing from all these people that i love in my life there are so many more that didn't get the chance to be in this episode but it's it's been a long one i i'm gonna do this again because this was really special so insightful and just really warms my heart. I love giving you guys, um, I guess, a, a peek into my personal life, the people that I love in my life. And yeah, wow. Really, really sweet. You know, the beautiful thing about this podcast is that I've actually gotten to know the people that I love in my life a lot deeper. You know, obviously I'll do episodes with incredible experts in their fields and i won't really know them until we record but a lot of my episodes have been with really close friends with family i've done many with my mom my sister my cousins you know really close friends and the beautiful thing is that it actually forces us to sit down and get deep on topics that we wouldn't normally necessarily spend an hour talking about it keeps us in the focus because we're we have a task at hand. We're recording an episode for it. So that's been one of the most special things that have come out of this this podcast. I initially started this two years ago, not thinking it would turn into anything big. and as grateful as I am for the success that the podcast has had, all of the thousands and thousands of listeners and podcast sponsors and you know exposure and all that stuff, sure. But the most important thing and the most special thing that has come out of it is the connection that I've built with so many different humans. And I just, I'm so excited to look back on this when I'm older, maybe show my kids this episode and just keep building it and keep touching people's lives with the people that I bring on and also whatever I can offer. Um, So Yeah. I just want to say before we close off here that I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you. Honestly, thank you for following me on my journey. Thank you for supporting me and for allowing me to take up space in your life, whether that's just an episode a week, or if you're a Mimi Method subscriber and you consume content of mine every day, whatever it is, just thank you. And I really hope that what i've put out there has helped you in any way. um so yeah, i i just that's it. i love you guys all so much and i'm really happy you guys got to listen to this. it was really special for me. so there you go.
6: all right. now on to the next 200 episodes.